Hi there, I'm Sarah Zarella, a portrait and wedding photographer and your host for Wedding Secrets Unveiled. This is a podcast where we cut through the complexity of wedding planning, leaving you with everything you need to know direct from the industry experts. If you want to simplify your wedding planning while having fun, of course, you came to the right place. Join me while I guide you through your planning, starting from your engagement to your big day where you say, I do. After photographing for the past 18 years, I am sharing with you tips and tricks to cut through the excess noise because I believe from the moment you said yes, your planning experience should be a magical time in your life. Here you'll find episodes that are fun, stress-free, and straight to the point with a fresh, honest take about the reality of what you really need to know about planning your perfect day. Let's dive in. Hey friends, so welcome back to Wedding Secrets Unveiled. I am very excited about this episode. I have two of my favorite people sitting in front of me. Today I am joined with Dan Phillips, who is our associate photographer at Sarah Zarella Photography, but he is also your producer for Wedding Secrets Unveiled, and today will be a co-host, and we are interviewing Mike Picard from Mike Picard Motion Pictures, and I have known Mike for pretty much day one when I first started out about 18 years ago. Mike, I we've met, and we've been... Um, for lack of better terms, quote unquote, shooting side by side uh, for the past 18 years. And uh, us three, we work often together. All the time. Yes, right. Um, And I have been really looking forward to this episode because we would love to talk with our listeners about the importance of your photographer and videographer um, getting along and working well together but before we even dive into that, I would love to for you to introduce yourself to our listeners, tell them a little bit about who you are, who do you serve, and what you do in your business. Okay, great. Uh, my name is Mike Picard, Mike Picard Motion Pictures. We're based out of Cumberland, Rhode Island. And let's see, I've been shooting now for 20, 20, 24, 24 years. Um, Showing your age, Mike? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> have had my own company since 2000, so going into my 21st year. I was shot a few years before that. You started super young, too. Yeah, yes. And, uh, yeah, so um, been shooting weddings uh, throughout all of New England with a ton of them right here locally um, for all that time and love doing it. I remember actually uh, meeting you years ago when the rolling tripods were popular and you had the big <laughs> the big uh video oh, on shoulder your mounted. shoulder yeah, uh, yes yeah. yes you remember that mm-hmm. um and how far we came now we're shooting with the same cameras yep. which is kind of crazy mm-hmm. yep exactly um, a lot of times and i'm sure dan you get this too uh, a lot of times guests come up to us and say uh, mike i'm sure you get oh, it too happens. oh they think you're taking a picture or they think i'm taking a video and really i'm i'm doing still I mean, you can you 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 can move or you don't have to move you know it's interesting yeah. it's that we're now shooting the same gear yeah a lot of times our uh assistants which do the cocktail hour that's when they get the most every time when they're going around getting five to ten second clips of cocktail hour people pause they always pause <laughs> and they always lean into it towards each other kind of like huddle in towards each other and look and smile and it's like oh 
no, it's video. It's video. <laughs> chill out. Thing. Chill out. It's funny because Dan and I get the opposite. We'll have people like jumping around in front of the camera. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Just stop for one second. <laughs> or they go, or they go. Um, oh, you didn't get that, did you? I was like, oh no, I wasn't recording sound. Like they say yes. something. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's funny. But with that said, so obviously, Mike, you have been. Um, Video, videoing. What do we call this now? Is it filming? If you, What's the want, if you want to call it filming, it's we're videoing, but it's people like the new word of film. Film. You know. Okay. So you're filming. You've been yes. filming for many years. Yeah. And um, I know when people call me up, the one of the number one questions that I get from uh, potential couples or even my couples who do hire Dan and myself, I always get. Is there a videographer that you work well together, and who do you suggest? I, you know, it, and it's interesting. I, I literally, I get that almost every phone call, and it's funny because I sat back and I thought when we were preparing for this show, um, why do I always get that? And I think it really comes back down to it really is important for your vendors to all get along, but definitely your photographer and videographer to work well together because we're chasing the same angles we're you know we're with the couple all day long yeah so i do give them a list and there's a, a lot of you out there yep. that that dan and i recommend and, yep. and i and i send them to you but I, I i want to talk a little bit about that mike like why do you think that it's so important for your videographer and your photographer to work well together because you really need to understand that we're both going after the same the same scene and we were both looking to to do the best for the for the couple and when they work well together we know we can basically be bouncing off each other's shoulders in other words we can be right there and if I know that I'm working with a photographer that I've worked well with over and over they know where I'm gonna be I know where they're gonna be we know you know we know enough not to be in each other's way. We can work hand in hand together. Um, we can also, you know, we use we we utilize that person also to, um, you know, rely off each other to take the stress off each other every now and then. You know, there's no reason why a photographer should have to have all the bearing on them to go ahead and have to be doing all of the posing all of the time. I mean, you know, th that's a lot. That's a lot of work, you know. And there's no reason why a photographer can't allow a videographer to go ahead and, and do some of the posing, I mean, type of thing, or, or, or do some of the directing a little bit. Um, there's no reason, you know, there's no reason why we can't both work off each other like that. You know, Mike, there's so many times that when I see that you're the videographer that I'm working side by side with, I get a little sense of relief. Uh, the reason being is, you know, obviously I shoot very, or, or, you know, organically and unobtrusive, but there are times when you, you said like direct, like I, I need to make sure that I have um, the, the shot list being taken care of. I need to make sure that I get certain images. I need to bring people in and out of a photo. Uh, sometimes I do use prompts when I'm working with my couples and sometimes I just need a little mental break and just a regroup for a second and there how many times do I turn to you and I just say Mike can you just take over for like two minutes yep, and I yep. just and I just come back and I just kind of regroup exactly a little bit. 
And so, you know, and it's interesting because you also talk about that where, you know, we're going after the same light and we're using the same lenses. And I think that when you work with a photographer and videographer that respect each other and work good together, I am constantly looking at what lens Dan has on his camera, obviously, because we work together. But I'm also then when I'm with you, I'm looking at what lens you have on. And if I see that you have a wide lens, I know that you're getting a wide shot. And I know that if I have to walk close to the couple or not, I'm going to give you a heads up. Yep, exactly, exactly. Same, the same thing with with us too. We're we're looking at at what you're using, and we're saying, okay, well, we we know that we can't go a, a little bit further ahead because we're going to get in their shot. Yeah, I mean, how about Dan too? Like when we're doing the reception, and there's like you know, let's say the. The, the parent dancing or the cake cutting, you know, we make sure that we're not cross camera on mm-hmm. each other. Exactly. But now also, too, with the videographer, I make sure that, like, they're not in my lens shot and yep. vice versa. Yeah, but, Mike, there's got to be some horror stories about, you know, you and a team maybe didn't uh, or you and a photographer didn't didn't uh, go on the same level. Oh, Let's yeah, that fun. definitely mm-hmm. always happens. I mean, it's going to happen. It's it's, you know, that's what happens out there. You have all different types of flavors of, of, of vendors. Uh, but yeah, um, no, I mean, you know, we've, we've seen it all out there. And uh, there was definitely one time uh, that I can think in particular of, you know, a, a photographer shooting on the opposite side, you know, of, of where we're shooting during a ceremony. So, you know, you've got an arbor and you're in the center aisle halfway back and you're on a tripod right along with what is normally your photographer to the left of you shooting straight forward to the couple and the the officiant and if this particular one had a photographer's assistant shooting right over their shoulder and i i don't understand how with the compensation they they don't understand that they're going to be in every one of their shots during the vows wait how close were they they were like right on their shoulder, <laughs> like pretty much. Well, those lenses are heavy. You know, you've got to rest it on somebody's shoulder. <laughs> yeah. You know, you rest it on one of the couple's shoulders. So basically what you're saying is now this this couple that has a beautiful ceremony that you recorded for them and documented for them, unfortunately now has the, 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 the photographer. The vendor. The vendor's in the, in in the, the show. I mean, obviously you want the officiant. He's performing the service, but you don't want gear-related vendors right. in the shot type of thing. So for our listeners who are listening, basically it's really important for them to hire a videographer and a photographer that work well together for so many different reasons. But maybe the main thing is that we don't get in each other's shots, yeah. that we're conscious of each other, that we're able to banter well with each other. Yeah. But also and, have too, a, and also have a good time, yes. too. I mean, that's a real key thing, too, is when you've worked with each other for so many years, we, we have a good time with the couple we make the couple feel a lot more relaxed when when we're together like that absolutely i mean there's so many times that you know obviously the couple has selected us to be to be by their side because they trust us and mm-hmm. and they enjoy having us around i mean we are with them that day a lot of vendors come and go but we're we're there but you're right to have a team mm-hmm. that is excited to be together and work together it just puts a great like element mm-hmm. to the day. So I think you're right. I think maybe that is why I get that question all the time is why, I mean, so not who, why, is there a videographer that I work well together um, with? Now, that's not to say that I don't work well with other people I don't know. 
You know, most, if not all of our listeners have not done this before, and I mean have not planned a wedding before. It can be very nerve-wracking picking a videographer and a photographer. So how does a couple pick, and what do they look for when looking for a videographer? Well, obviously, first of all, there's a reason why they're inquiring with you to begin with. And a lot of times they like they like what they see, they like what they've heard about, um, but, you know, we get a lot of couples coming back to us and say they're not sure exactly what it was, but for some reason they just kept coming back to the website and wanting to watch more. Um, well, there's a there's a reason for that. Um, you know, obviously, you know, we, we on the day of, we gather a lot of content in order to make it look that way. Um, you know, uh, we always over overgather content that day because we want to mix the different an- camera angles a lot more than just regular. And that's the reason why we, you know, we do three people, three cameras on all of our jobs because of the fact that we want many different angles of the same scene to keep it interesting. If you're watching the video, you know what? You just said something that was interesting. You said three cameras. Mm-hmm. So that kind of comes back to what we were just talking about. So not only do you have a photographer and the and, and then uh, two photographers, mm-hmm. you have three sometimes videographers. Yep. That is exactly why it's important for us to all. Work oh, together. absolutely. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just it was just interesting because you talked about the three cameras. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. And and that's another point too that I want to make that uh, you know a lot of couples you know will get a little bit intimidated by hearing that word three cameras, three people. And, um, you know, when you try to explain to them, we don't really care whether it's been a a two-hour wedding with 20 people or a 12-hour wedding with 300 people. We always do it that way because of the fact that we have certain scenes in certain spots throughout the course of the day that each one of our members need to be at. So it's not like it's three people all on top of each other. We are separated and we're spread out throughout the course of the day to grab all this content. Hence why I get back to that. That's the reason why a lot of the couples seem to tend to keep coming back to look at the work. So like, for example, you know, you might have somebody doing bridal prep and you might have another person doing groom prep. I know Dan and I, you know, Dan always goes with the guys. I always go with the girls. And then that third person could be either assisting or they could be at the ceremony location getting the set up there. Exactly. They can be outside doing a time lapse while I'm inside getting makeup being done while my other person is over at the groom. Bingo, right there. There's three different things happening, three different people. So, Mike, that kind of goes back to what we were talking about where you say that they always go back to your work. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And again, so that's one of the, the the questions that you had asked is how do they know how to pick the right person? Well, of course, obviously, the first thing is, is they, they've got to like what they see. Then the next thing I would recommend is definitely meeting with the person, meeting with the person. See if the personality clicks with each, with each other. Um yeah, there's there's so many different types of people. Like, do you want somebody who's going to be like chill, and then, or somebody who's a big big personality? You know, some people can get turned off by a big personality because they're too much at you. But then on the other hand, if somebody's too chill, you might think that they're not taking their job seriously. Exactly, exactly, and that, and that's the reason why you really, you know, and I get it. Most people want to do everything over the internet nowadays, and I get it. And, and life is busy, but you know, you really should still. Take the time to meet with the person 
as well. How about like a phone call with that? Or yeah, a phone? Yeah, so yeah, you're absolutely. saying either in-person meeting or on the phone. Is mm-hmm. there any questions that they should be asking you like that or asking a videographer um, just to make sure like any advice or any questions that you would suggest our listeners to ask a videographer when they're looking to hire them to make sure that you guys are a right match? Um, right match. Your style, basically your style. I mean, you know, I'm I'm very laid back. I am very laid back. I mean, I take my my job very seriously, but I am very, very calm, cool, and collect on the day of the wedding. I don't like to be overbearing and things like that. I like to think I like to let things just happen as they happen. So, um, you know, that th- that that's the key thing is is the style of the of of the person on how they're going to be that day. So you know what's interesting for our listeners is that, yes, I can definitely tell you firsthand that the day of, you are cool, calm, collective, you're very laid back, you document what's happening, but, and Dan can, Dan can agree, <laughs> I know you, Mike, very well. Yeah. That is the opposite of your personality. Yeah. You are the most extreme type A person oh, I've I know. ever it met. I know. so strange. But you know what? That's why you're so successful because everything is pre-planned exactly. leading up 100%. to a wedding day. Um, I, you know, it's interesting. There's, and I would love to share this with our listeners. There's you, you so Mike, you, you videotaped my wedding and there was, uh, we had our pre-meeting yeah. and, you know, there was something that you told me that I didn't listen to, oh, and yeah. I don't know why. And and I want all our listeners to remember this. Yeah, um, I know. Mike told me to not chew gum at my <laughs> wedding, yeah. and sure enough, there is my, uh, I guess not, my father speaking to to all of us. Yeah, the old welcome, old welcome speech. The welcome speech. Yeah. Yes, and there's you had one one camera on my father. And one camera on Steve and I, and there I am, chomping my gum. And if I just listen to you, Mike, but, you know, here I am, Miss Know-It-All, thinking, oh, I know it all. If I just listen to you and just put a mint in my mouth, a lot different. So, listeners, note to self, um, no gum chewing. It's those little things. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But it is those little things. And that's why I think you're so successful is that you do have that type A personality. So you pre-plan with your couples. So maybe when a couple's interviewing their videographer, they can ask them, like, what the steps are for leading up to the wedding. Exactly, exactly. And, and like I say, I I will have them come in two months, two and a half months before, and I'm going to go over the whole day with them. And I'll explain to them the reasons why they need to, you know, Go over these things before their wedding actually happens. What are some other tips that you can give? Uh, I mean, obviously, you go over a ton of tips yep. with your couples, but can you give our listeners like one or two other tips that you mm-hmm. tell your couples? Oh, definitely. For, for our listeners who's planning a wedding? Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, one of the biggest things, both for the photographer and the videographer, is to, before the makeup artist goes ahead and sets up, make sure. They're facing a window in the natural light. You know, many times that that's one of the keyest things for us. Lighting is huge for both photography and videography. And, you know, we get to these, you know, we'll get to a bride's house and then they'll have them set up deep in the kitchen with iron tungsten lights, you know, on. Yeah. And, and again, you know, we don't want that kind of lighting shining on the bride. It's just it's not going to make it her look as flattering as it's going to be is with the nice natural light coming in. So that's, you know, that's just one of, of of many tips that I give throughout the course of the day. 
And I feel like a makeup artist like would appreciate that kind of light anyway. Do you get makeup artists that go like, oh, why wasn't I here? I get a better view of your skin tones. Now, don't get me wrong. For the most part, there's makeup artists out there that they know what they're doing and they're going to be in that light anyhow. Um, But, you know, sometimes brides, they won't have a professional makeup artist. They'll have a makeup artist that knows what they're doing but doesn't think about that to put them in the right lighting type of thing. So what's interesting is that you, you know, obviously you you recommend for our listeners to meet and view the work of the potential videographer that they're hiring. But once they hire a videographer, you can at least speak for you. You sit there and you handhold your couples and you go through an entire tips and tricks and that they should be doing and prepping to get ready for a successful wedding day. Absolutely. And, I mean, we just named two. One is not to chew gum and two is, is to have the makeup artist set up in a natural light. And I can tell you, going back to our original conversation about a, uh, a photographer and a videographer working well together, I can appreciate that light. Yeah. We are all working um, for the for the same thing, and that's to make sure that their um, that their wedding product is successful. I mean, I can tell you right now, um, one of the things for me and and for Dan is we do our detail shots prior. So when we walk into the the hotel room, most of the time we're looking for the rings and the invitations and the bouquets, and I know working with you, you do the same thing. So, you know, we already have that set aside for both of us. So that's why when I talk to one of my couples and I know that you're on the job, I say, Mike and I are both going to need all this stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So that's another thing that I kind of go over with them in the details appointment, too. And I'll tell them, don't worry about having it all set up. We don't we don't want you to have it set up. Just have it in one area for us. Don't don't wait till we get there and then say, okay, where are my shoes? Where is my bracelet? Where are my earrings? Just have it all in one nice little pile, and and me and the photographer will take it to the the right area. Right, and that's another reason why it's really important for us all to work well together because we can assist. The couples Absolutely. leading into the day. I mean, I, I say the same thing to my couples that you say. I just want everything in a pile. I tell them the list that I want, and then I'm just going to take it from there. Well, Mike, we're going to take a quick short break, and we'll be right back. I appreciate you being here. And hey, if you like what you're hearing, I encourage you to check out our website at sarahzarella.com. And don't forget, you can actually subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. And I would so appreciate if you left a fabulous review on Apple Podcasts. Even better, share it with a friend. It's a great way to show your support. And now, let's get back to the episode. All right, Mike, so I want to share a funny story with our listeners. Um, Let's just take back about a year ago. Almost to, like, no, a little over a year ago. Um, we, We were in the middle of the pandemic shutdown. And... At this time, it was only five people were able to be together. And so we had a wedding. I'll never forget it. It was April 5th. Yeah, and I don't even think we were technically even supposed to be driving, like, out of the area at that time unless we were on our way to work. Correct. Mm -hmm. I mean, we literally were only able to leave to and from work. Yeah. And so we had a wedding, April 5th. I'll never forget this. this. This particular couple... You had this huge wedding planned, and they completely just downsized it, but they were not going to cancel. They were going to get married. So I wasn't even the original photographer. You weren't even the original videographer. And I got the call, and they said the number one question, who do you recommend for a video? And so I gave them you. And, you know, it's funny because I'll never forget driving to work that day. It was literally me, you, the couple, and the the 
Justice of the Peace. Exactly. And I showed up, and I've known Mike now for 19 years, and I showed up for 18 years. I showed up, and Mike, I'll never forget, you had your 95 on. I, I specifically went to a girl that worked at a hospital to, to get me a 95 mask yep. for that particular yes. job. <laughs> you had your 95 on. You had your gloves on. Yep. You had your hand sanitizer. So I said, okay. All right. We were all outside, and we had to stay like six feet apart. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not to say that not, that's not what we do now, but it was just – it was literally the first oh, time. Oh, it, yeah, it, it, it was It was weird. It was weird. Very it was weird. Just, it was just the first time that we were doing this. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it, what's interesting now is, you know, obviously we've done many since then. Yeah. And, and, and this is um, now the norm. But, you know, with COVID and the restrictions, what do you suggest that our listeners make sure they take in consideration when they are looking for a videographer and a photographer that work well together? Um, because there is so many restrictions now with COVID. Well, I would say you have to respect each other. That's the main thing. And you got to understand that with, with the restrictions – you know, we can't be right up on top of each other uh, as we may have in the past. So we do have to set, a, set a, uh, aside a little space between each other. That is true because a lot of times when, we, you know, Dan and I, when we're doing the formal pictures, or when I say formal, that word is meant like the, the pictures of the, of the family. The must-have. The must-have <laughs> photos. You know, Everybody in that group, that family, has been potting, for lack of better words, potting together. Mm -hmm. So they're able to be around each other without a mask. And so we're taking pictures of them. But, you know, me and you, we haven't been around them. So they do have to kind of keep their distance from us a little bit. But also, too, with the videographer and the photographer, they need to respect, like, each other's space, too. I mean, there's been so many times last year where I had the videographer literally, like, I'm not kidding, like, right over my shoulder. Yeah, you can't do that. Not, Not at this period. Not right now. No, no. Well, there's different lens choices you can have. You can be, uh, you know, zooming in mm-hmm. and further away. It's like there's kind of no need for it, <laughs> really. Right. And plus, you can work together and say, okay, you take, you get your shots for a little bit. Okay, my turn. You know, it's right, and that and that's exactly it. It's, it's 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 a team effort. It's like I'm able to say, at least when I'm working with Mike, I say, okay, Mike. You know, you. I know you like to do certain shots. Like, go mm-hmm. and do that. Dan and I will hang back, and then vice versa. You're right. Well, also Dan. shots that maybe only work for video. Okay, you go do that. We'll set up something else. Or, you know, like certain shots, you can shoot and stay out of your way. Like, okay, this is your time to do stuff. You can still pick off some shots. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. a photographer with yeah. a long lens can pick off yeah. some shots while somebody's doing some steady camming or whatever. Mm-hmm. I always do pick off your shots because I kind of know some of the stuff that you mm-hmm. have coming up. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dan and I, we've been working side by side together for 10 years, so we pick off each other's shots. Mm-hmm. But when yeah. you're on the job, mm-hmm. Mike, I'm always picking off mm-hmm. your shots. Like, I know mm-hmm. a lot of times what you're about to do yep. to yes. get your story. And so I'll, I'll, I'll always... Um, you know, pick other camera. I know when you're, when you're about to do the steady cam. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you're going to be very close at that particular time with them. That's your usually your only one time that you're really close yeah. with the couple. So I'll put a zoom lens on and I'll pick off those shots because you always have them face each other and yep. it's a great way to tell the story. Exactly. And you also know exactly when I'm going to come in close towards them and then back away from them. And when I back away from them, photographer can go ahead and pick off some nice shots of a mm-hmm. of a posed picture right there. Yeah. So I think it's really important for our listeners to understand that you know there is COVID restrictions that your vendors are having to deal with mm-hmm. too. 
I mean, obviously, we're all here to make their day perfect and create a beautiful, like, documentary of their day. But also, too, we're dealing with our own restrictions. So with that said, I mean, we have to make sure that people respect our space now. We're in the day and age of space, you know, Um, and just understanding how to work well together with each other. Mike, I do have a question for you. Uh, What is a, a typical budget that someone should set aside for them if they do want to have a videographer on the job for them? And and what are some things that they should take in consideration when looking at their budget to set aside for video and film? Yeah, um, I'm going to say anything anywhere between three to six thousand. Uh, 6000 is on the high for us. Now, there may be other companies out there that may be more than that. That's that's fine. Um, but between three to 6000 is a good roundabout number. And when I say um, budget, you know, I personally think photography and video are the two least uh, concerned that they should have for a budget. I know obviously we all have to have a budget, but... You know, at the end of the day, that's this is what you're going to have to relive the one day that you spent all this time creating. And um, to go ahead and, and, and really, really, really worry so much about a budget on those two areas, I wouldn't recommend. So how does, I mean, obviously we all have a budget going into it yeah. um, with everything, no matter what we purchase. So I'm sure a lot of our couples listening right now, they do have an overall budget. Yeah. So you're saying that most likely they should set aside between three to 6000 for On the for average, yeah. That's a good average, yeah. If for some reason they don't have that, okay. what is some suggestions? I mean, maybe what you're basically saying is pull in another area or not have video at all if you can't get to. I mean, I, I don't. I know I don't want to basically say like if you can't do X, Y, and Z, you don't have it. But there is a point where it might not be <coughs> worth even the money that you're going to spend. Yeah. Well, what I've what I've told a lot of couples in the past is the difference of let's say a thirty-five hundred dollar video and a twenty-five hundred dollar video is minuscule in comparison to the overall price of what they're spending on the day. So if you you, you take the percentage of what they're spending on the whole day, that $1,000 difference, there's a big quality factor between 35 and 25. Um, And if you're going to worry about that, then I personally would say, uh, and you know, I'm going off of what other brides have said too, they said that that they they wish they had spent a little more and gotten the better quality than to have spent the twenty five and gotten something that they're not even happy with. So you're basically saying that there is a huge jump between a twenty five and thirty five hundred dollar videography, but yet, like you said, there is for that thousand, it's not huge in the grand scheme. In the grand scheme of the whole, so maybe there's another area where they can cut down, yeah. but it's it's a huge jump between or even, that. Or even a couple of areas throughout the day that they can save on a little bit, that savings that they'll take and add it into getting, you know, a decently priced videographer versus, you know, too many people go for just the lesser price, the lesser price. Well, obviously, you're going to get that kind of a product. Now, so you you say you always shoot with three shooters, right? Yeah. So tell tell us a little bit about, like, what... Why is it preferable to have that three-shooter versus two or maybe even one? 
Well, because of the fact of um, keeping the video interesting. So now when you th when you think about something, when you're watching a movie or you're watching TV, if you're watching something and it's c continuously on the same scene, y your attention span gets boring. Um, so if we're shooting with three people, three cameras during the vows, we're actually making it look like a five-camera shot because we've got one main camera on the bride and groom waist up with the officiant. We've got another camera aiming in towards the bride's face, another camera aiming in towards the groom's face. Now, when those two people are speaking, those two side shooters are on those particular people. When they're not speaking, that same shooter has swung the camera and aimed it now towards the parents for their reaction shots. So when we edit it afterwards, it's an actual five camera shot. So hence, when you're watching the product later on, it almost looks like a movie because you're seeing a shot this way, a shot that way, the bride saying something from her face, then the parents' reaction shot. Same thing with the kiss. My shot is always the bride and groom giving the kiss. My two shooters up on the two sides, they know to be on both sets of parents clapping. Why? When we edit it afterwards, boom, the bride and groom kiss. Then we edit in the parents of the groom clapping, the parents of the bride clapping, and so on. Um, another thing, the importance, if you want to talk about the, the importance of like camera movement, because w I, I got to say, one of the fun, funnest things of shooting with you is getting to see you do the ballet of the Steadicam, yeah. which obviously you're a very tall guy doing the Steadicam is just, to me, it's very funny, but <laughs> it, it, it's getting that great shot. Well, first off, for a lot of people that are listening, especially the parents that are listening, um, Let's explain what a Steadicam is oh, first. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. What is a Steadicam? Well, a Steadicam is when you take the camera and you put it on a balanced item and it electronically balances the camera so that you can walk with it without having any kind of a warp effect or jiggle effect. It, it stabilizes the image. So therefore, a lot of times with video, now don't get me wrong, we will film the formal portraits all day long because it's part of the day. But the more interesting part for video is when the bride is the bride and, uh, the bride and groom or couples are moving and walking. So if they're walking along the water, we're walking along with them and we're holding the camera. And as they're walking, we're getting a nice steady, fluent shot. It does look a little quirky. <laughs> it looks great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you're watching it from the side. But we got to do what we got to do. So, Mike, for our wrap-up question, what are some key points that couples should be asking their videographers when they are inquiring to make sure that they're working with a professional company to ensure that their wedding day is perfect event? And also, too, making sure that they're working well together with their, with their photographer. Okay. Well, I would definitely say reviews and recommendations. Um, you know, the couple really needs to go on and do their due diligence and look up the reviews on the company. Um, read through Wedding Wire reviews and the Knot reviews and things like that. So where can they find some reviews? Wedding Wire? Wedding Wire. The Knot? The Knot, yep. Google? Google, yep. Google reviews. Yeah, so, you know, you want to go on and, and check out those re reviews and, and, and read through them. Don't just, you know, kind of like see that they've got a five-star review. Read through them because there's a lot of information. I know at least my couples write a lot of information about what we do and how we do it and types of things like that in there. And also recommendations from the venues. Uh, th that's huge for us. We do get a lot of recommendations from places throughout the state, Kirkbray, Ocean Cliff, uh, Gurney's, uh, all these different venues we get recommendations from. And uh, that's huge because 
there's a reason why they're recommending us because they know that they don't have to handhold the vendor throughout the day. They know that we're we're not going to take the couple out to do pictures or do something when they're just about to serve the main entree. So they feel a lot more comfortable with having somebody that's been there before and knows the property, knows where to go, where knows not where to go. Uh, you know, that that's that's really huge. Another thing, another point is I highly recommend that they meet with their potential videographer or a or a phone call, at least, uh, to get to know their personality and get to hear some stories with them. Um, you know, again, like we had talked about earlier, uh, all personalities don't click with each other. There's certain personalities for certain people, and uh, that's what makes everybody happy. Yeah, so they can go and check out reviews. They can go to your website, see your work, obviously. Mm-hmm. And that's all great in the in the black and white fine print. But really, it's about just getting on the phone or getting in person with you and talking with you. And if they do that and go over a couple of the questions that we've talked about earlier in this episode, they can probably really get a good handle if they are going to jive with you and you're the proper um, or, or videographer is the proper videographer for them. And lastly, I would uh, I would definitely uh, ask them if they've heard of their other vendors uh, before, because you know uh, th- that's a huge thing. Um, you know, many times we we'll get a couple that will tell us that they they have a photographer that we've never even heard of before. Which you know, not to say that they didn't do good work, um, but uh, you know that makes that makes me at least a little bit nervous uh, to know whether or not I'm going to be. Um, entering a day that I don't know what their style is and things like that. Well, it's sort of what we were talking about earlier is that when you have a photographer and videographer that work well together, you know what you're getting in when, when you walk into that day and you can concentrate on your work. Mm-hmm. But when you have someone that you don't know, you don't know what you're going to get. They could be that person that was basically up at the altar getting married with yeah, a couple and it's now is in your, in, in your shots. Yep, definitely, definitely. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of Wedding Secrets Unveiled. You helped our listeners become one step closer to their journey of a stress-free wedding planning process. Can you tell everybody where they can find you, Mike? Uh, Yeah, sure. They can write to my website, mikepickard.com. And for our listeners, we will have Mike Picard's motion pictures information on our episode show notes, which you can find right on our blog and our website at Sarah slash podcast. Again, thank you so much for joining Dan and I today, Mike. You're it welcome. Was, thank you. It was fun. And, and Dan, it's nice to have you on the mic. Yeah, I don't get to talk a whole lot. I'm just behind the scenes pushing the buttons. Yeah, but, that's you great. Know, I know that's Mike, great. so I was like, I'm going to jump on, on this. Nice, one. nice. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, guys. Thank you for listening to Wedding Secrets Unveiled. I appreciate you being here. And hey, if you enjoyed this episode, I want to tell you something. I encourage you to check out our website at sarahzarella.com. We love photographing while having fun, of course. Check out our podcast page on our website for our show notes, along with upcoming episodes with your local wedding experts. Listen in as we help you plan your epic event. And don't forget that you can actually subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate if you left a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Even better, share it with a friend. It's a great way to show your support and let us know what you think. If you know any wedding experts that would like to be a guest, we have a link directly on our website where they can let us know. Thank you for listening.